The following program is rated MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. to a brand new episode of the five minute warning of course this is your man your mellow reuben brown in the house and as you can tell yes i'm solo at least probably for another like hopefully anywhere like 10 to 15 seconds um ag is out this week he'll be back with us next week mo b was here and mo b i guess was like Hmm. Let me think a little differently. But hey, the show must go on, and that's what we do. So, first of all, I'd like to ask everybody, hopefully, there. Um, thank you, Drake for VA. Um, hopefully everybody had a good fourth of July. Um, everybody celebrated, didn't get any trouble or not too much trouble, that sort of thing. Um, yes, last week on the sixth was my birthday. It was awesome. Um, I didn't really do much. You know, when you're 49, all you're doing is gearing up to be 50. So, ah, Black Morticia Allen's back in the house. Thank you, Melanie Fun Size. Um, yeah, you know, when you, like I said, when you're 49, it's like one more time, one more year, one more trip around the planet, and then you turn 50. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, but until we get there, Hey, we still got to do what we got to do and make sure that we do what we can. Ah, and there's Mo B in the house. You know, what's going on, Mo B? Not much. Having some computer issues over here. Oh, thank you, Blackboard Teacher Alps. Appreciate you. Ah, man, it's all right. We, we, we glad you're here. I guess your computer's acting a little crazy. It took a week off, and it's like, I don't know what this is about. So um, hopefully you get that straight. How was your week, Moby? I mean, the week was all right. You know, we here now. Um, I wish I didn't have a migraine right now, but other than that, I'm good. Look at this guy. This guy's powering through a migraine. You know, appreciate you, man. I mean, you know, I, I can't say I know how that feels, but the fact that you are up and up and, and moving around is always good. Um, so, without giving any type of spoilers or anything, Moby. What'd you think about uh, Thor: Love and Thunder? I mean, I thought the movie was alright, man. Like, I liked it. Um, I didn't expect them to go in the direction that they did, but you know, the same comical style of Thor, which I mean, I think Tatika Watiti, yeah, he's a man. Yeah, I, th- I think since the second Thor was kind of a debacle because they tried to make it so dark and serious, like I think they've kind of found Thor's niche, which is you know. It's it's got to be attached to some comedy. You got you got to have some some com some comedic writing to 
to liven up the Thor character. Yeah, um, I thought it was pretty good as well. I don't know about that six out of ten though. I, I think people were expecting a little too much, and they might be a little bit upset on on um, as Moby said how it went and where it went. But you know what? I mean, to to be honest, like I don't know if I say six out of ten, but it was not one of the better Marvel movies. No, it wasn't. But it, it wasn't bad. It, it definitely wasn't at the bottom of the barrel. I would say this is this was mid level. Like this wasn't quite Iron Man three. But oh. I mean, <laughs> this wasn't Thor: The Dark World by any. Yeah. Case. Yeah, I mean, I would probably say seven and a half to eight. You know, I I wouldn't go two. And I would probably say that simply because I appreciated the fact that they went different. I appreciated look at the end of it. I my face was like, "What?" So I'm kind of I'm kind of happy about that because I feel like we can't predict what's going to happen next. We can predict some things, but. There's a whole bunch of it that you can't predict anymore because, yeah, if you're a comic book head and, you know, you read the, you read the card, you read the comic books, nah, bro, this, this is, this is new stuff, new territory. So I appreciate it. Um, Mogo Cowboy said, what are your top three Marvel movies? Ooh, I mean, we haven't talked about that probably since in what, maybe Infinity War or Endgame. Yeah, I don't know. So top three, I mean, I'm gonna be honest for me. Um, Captain America, um, the first Avenger is in my top three. I, I am, you know, as Mo B will say, I'm kind of a sucker for period pieces. And that's just a really good as a whole, that's just a really good movie. I mean, whether it's a period piece or not, it's a really good movie. Um, of course, Endgame, you know, is in my top three because he Captain America finally said Avengers Assemble. And I mean, I once again, I'm I'm a comic book head, I'm a fanboy. You know, he teased it in um Age of Ultron, the end of Age of Ultron, but to hear him actually say it, oh man, that's by far like one of the best parts in that movie for me. Um, and I would probably definitely say Black Panther. I'm a fan of the Black Panther movie. Um, it's really good and it it stands the test of time. Black Panther 2, I'm not going to lie. I'm not sure where that's going. But my hope is Ryan Coogler don't mess us up. So we'll see how that goes. What about you, Moby? Top three. You ain't got to put them in no order, just the top three. I mean, I wouldn't put the original Captain America in that. Not yeah, at all. I know you hate period pieces, man. It's not that I hate just that I hate period pieces. I just, I just think you have romanticized that movie way too much. That movie's um, awesome. I mean, okay, it's 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 a solid movie. I would say I would probably put the Captain America Winter Soldier one above that. I'd put that in my top three. That's a good um, movie as well. Um, I'd probably put Black Panther and honestly, yeah, Dre Dre actually stole one. I would probably put Spider Man No Way Home, man. Like I, <laughs> I think that was better to me. That was almost better than Endgame to me, mainly because. Kind of figured we kind of knew how Endgame was going to end. We just didn't know how they were going to get there. Yeah, and it was like three and a half hours long. It felt like it felt like I don't think it was, but it felt like it was forever. 
But I mean, yeah, Spider Man. See, here's the thing, man. Like, I like Spider Man No Way Home. And, you know, talk to me next year, and I'll probably look, I'll probably switch out something with Doctor Strange and Multitude of Madness, the Multiverse of Madness. I need for that to, because I really like that movie, but I need to see it again. Um, so I need to take the time on Disney Plus and watch it again because I know I missed a whole bunch of stuff in it. So, you know, Endgame was three hours and two minutes. Yeah, Endgame felt like forever. <laughs> but the payoff was money, so I can't be mad at that. Um, awesome. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So, ladies and gentlemen, we got a new segment. You know, we try to take some time off and bring some new stuff to you. We keep some of the old stuff, but we bring some new stuff to you today. So, Moby has a new segment, and he calls it politically correct. So, I'm going to let him explain what that is and let him do what he do. Moby, the flow is yours. Politically correct, something that I'm usually not not really accused of being. Yeah. But, um... True. Yeah, I want I wanted to take the time. Look, I am not um an expert on politics. Um I I don't study the game like that. I'm not in a constant loophole of CNN. Although I used to be. I really did used to try to keep up with that a lot. But um when I think about politically correct, um one of the things that I will say we have a problem with in politics and that's because everything is so narrative based is we really dehumanize politicians. Um, first of all, most people have a healthy distrust for all politicians anyway, myself included, but I don't have a healthy distrust of them because they're politicians. I have a healthy distrust of them because they're people. Um, so in politically correct, um, I'm going to humanize, but still joke on politicians because (laughs) I mean, they're people, so they do shit worthy of being laughed at sometimes. And, you know, the first victim or or the first candidate that we'll talk about politically correct is Senator Tierra Mack out of Rhode <laughs> Island, a, a state that, I mean, we never pay attention to. So, I mean, I guess in many ways she's doing her best to um, get Rhode Island in the spotlight. But um, if you don't know, you can probably Google it, YouTube it, whatever. But Senator Tierra Mack was seen over the holiday weekend, for lack of a better phrase, and, mainly, and mainly just because I want to say this, she was pussy popping on a handstand, literally on video, like, you know, upside down twerking. And whoever was behind the camera was um, a fan of her posterior because um, <laughs> you just hear her whispering, look at that ass. And I would like to stop right here and say, I don't care that a young, the youngest black elected senator, um, who's also a queer woman, who's also a national champion, I will say all those positive things about her. I have no problem with her twerking on a TikTok video. Does it bother me in the least bit? The fact that the Republicans are trying to point that out as a lack of her moral compass um like fuck out of here with them guys because like yo that she was just twerking on a video who cares upside down yeah upside down now here's which was impressive actually by the way i mean you know it is what it is 
Somebody enjoyed the person who was videotaping it. Clearly enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, she's not gonna be on P Valley or nothing, but you know, I mean, you know, she's a, she. I mean, look, what can I say? There's a senator that I can get behind. <laughs> I can't believe you went there. <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, I don't have a problem with this. Now, here's where I think she's losing me. She's really upset that some of her Republicans and the media outlets are basically pointing out negatively her twerking video. But you did finish the twerking video. No, no. And I did that on purpose. Okay. So you're just talking about it. Yeah. So she, she has said multiple times that she thinks it's messed up that the social media doesn't cover like the 10 bills that she's tried to pass. And the fact that she was a national champion, the youngest black Senator, like they don't cover any of that. And I would say, sure, I guess that's fair. But here's where you lose me. At the end of your twerking video, you get in front of the camera and you say, vote Senator Mack. When you do that, you pretty much made this twerking video part of your campaign. And when you make being on a handstand, shaking your ass part of your campaign, yeah, people are going to attack that because now that is part of your campaign. We're not going to talk about it because you know what? You didn't come after you were shaking your ass and, and talk about the bills that you were trying to pass. No, you said vote Senator Mack. So as outsider who doesn't keep up with politics much, I'm going to go, hey, I like ass shaking on the handstand. Maybe I will vote Senator Mack. Maybe this is an issue that is relevant to me. But you can't then you can't get mad at the media outlets and your right-wing counterparts who are attacking you for this when you said vote senator mack at the end of this video if this was just a video of you you know shaking your ass at the beach with your loved one hey i'll defend you all day and say hey what she does in her personal time her business but when you at the end of the video say vote senator mack you was this was this like a commercial this is like your 30 second campaign commercial Am I going to see this on, you know, ABC? You know, vote Senator Mac? Booty, booty, booty. Rocking everywhere. So, yeah. When I say politically correct, I I will say, unfortunately, I think it's effed up. I think it shows a lack of class that the Republicans are using this to somehow attack her morality or say that she's unfit for the job but i will say the criticism that she's receiving is all self-inflicted because of one statement vote senator mack you don't say vote senator mack at the end of the video to me this is just a video of you and your personal time which i think even politicians should get personal time even politicians should be able to shake their ass with people they care about who cares we ain't talking about this yeah well, I mean, no, unfortunately, I feel like they still would be talking about it, but I'd be a lot more willing to defend it. But, I mean, look, apparently an issue in Rhode Island is shaking your ass at the beach, and she is she is for, she is pro-ass shaking at the beach on a handstand while somebody videotapes it and admires her ass. And at the end of the day, 
I can support it. But I ain't mad that other people are going to be like, yeah, that's probably not how we want our senators, you know, carrying themselves. <laughs> if she ain't working with more than more than me, the senator won't be getting my vote from Black Morticia Adams. You need to look at the video. You need to look at I the mean, video. I mean, it wasn't a bad booty. And like Moby said, pretty much everything was good. Oh, just some random ass shaking video. And then it's like, folks sitting in the back. And I was like, that was weird. Did somebody like add that there? Because that was dumb. <laughs> like I said, I was like, damn, is this the campaign video? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. You might get a lot of voters that way. That's very true. That's very, and, I mean, very and she true. And she did beat somebody who had been in office for like 25 years. So, I mean, maybe she knows what the people want, you know? Especially the ones in Rhode Island. I mean, like I said, maybe she's tackling the hard-hitting issues. <laughs> Stop, please. Uh, but, yeah, that's politically correct. Vote Senator Matt. I mean, Candidate that, ha- that, that cares about the important issues. Like if booty, she's booty, 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 rocking everywhere. Like, I wonder if she, do you think she's bootylicious? Let us hey. know what you think. Oh. Is Senator Mac bootylicious? All I know is whoever was recording it loved it. Was. Oh, yeah. Loved it. Mm. The only Dre, thing we- that would have been a fire <laughs> statement if she'd have said that at the end. If she'd have said return of the Mac. I'd have been for it. But when you say vote Senator Mack, you just made a a twerking campaign video. And I, I'm I'm not sure if that is politically correct. Well, all right. All right, Moby, appreciate you. It's your message on politically correctness. And yeah, look, nobody's got issues with you pee popping. Just I mean, hey, we didn't see a credit card slide, so we all right. That means nobody's paying her. So we'll keep it moving. And of course, this is another episode of Crazy World. And I will preface this. <laughs> I just watched it. I got I got her beat. But the fact that she's she my motivation to lose this stomach. <laughs> what? Hey. Vote Senator Mac. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's all I can say. Thank you, Moby. So on Crazy World Day, we're gonna talk, we're gonna talk about a hard-hitting issue. I knew it was gonna happen. I just want to put this out there. I knew it was gonna happen. So when I saw it, I wasn't necessarily shocked. I was just like, I was more shocked at something else than shocked at what happened. So as we know, a couple weeks ago, Roe versus Wade got overturned. So it took a Texas woman not too long to try to cash in on that because she got pulled over in the HOV lane. Because if you're in some states, if you're in the HOV lane by yourself, and I guess you don't have at least the HOV uh, thing on the top of your car, police will pull you and give you a ticket. So they gave her a $215 HOV lane ticket. First of all, wow. If I got a $215 HOV ticket, I ain't never getting an HOV lane ever in life. 
because that's already too expensive. But, of course, in the HOV lane, it requires you to have more than one person. And yes, I know all of you are already thinking it, so I'm going to just go ahead and say it. Yes, the cop pulled her over, and she said, quote, I pointed to my stomach and said, my baby girl is right here. She is a person, unquote, because she is 34 weeks pregnant. Bro, when I saw this, I was like, I knew somebody was going to try to cash in on this. Because, yeah, it's crazy. Now, is she smart enough to try? I guess she's smart enough to try. I can't be mad at her trying. But, you know, she basically said she made her point because Supreme Court Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe Roe versus Wade and a constitutional right to abortion. Now, what that has to do with getting stopped in the HOV lane? I guess she just took a shot. Why not? But the cop was smart. And he said the cop told her the HOV lane requires two passengers, meaning, quote, two people outside of the body. (laughs) Because uh, according to a Texas penal code, the term individual means a human being who is alive, including an unborn child at every age, every stage of gestation from fertilization until birth. That's what the penal code says. So that's what she was fighting. That's what she was like. I mean, you said two people that are alive. There are two people alive in this car. So, yeah, I'm going to need you to do something about that. So, of course, you know, the officer was like, nah, player, here's your $215 ticket. And she has already said she is going to fight this in court. I will be fighting it. And I'm just kind of like. Normally I would sit here and say. There's no way. She's going to win this. No way. No way. But she lives in the state of Texas. This is going to be some interesting shit. To follow. (laughs) Because. You know, the state penal code says that a human being who's alive, you know, I mean, and the HOV lay requires two pastures, meaning two people outside the body. So I'm not sure how they're going to roll with that. It will be very interesting. It will be very interesting. But what I think it's going to happen regardless of what happens. I think the HOV is going to change some wording. And they're going to say there must be two people in different seats to be in the HOV lane. I think that's what's going to happen. Because there's there's no way that this is going to flow. Because then that just, I mean, can you imagine... The, the open up or the HOV lane. It's going to be crazy. I mean, 
So yeah, yeah, Dre. You know, the baby is in her stomach, not in the passenger seat. It it is in the driver's seat. And technically, if there's one person, well, technically, I guess, can be thrown out the water. Could depends on who you talk to. That's why I think they're going to change it to seats. They must be accompanying seats in your vehicle. And I think that's what's going. That's what HOV is going to change it to, because whether she wins or not, this ain't happening anymore. So the only thing I'll say is, I guess if pregnant women start using this in the HOV lane, it will force a class action lawsuit of some sort, which could be interesting. Um, but no, I think what's going to happen is she may win because it is Texas. She may win, but I think what's going to happen is they're going to change the how the law states and it's going to say people, it must be two, two individuals or two passengers in different in different seats, which will kill that. Um, what if I'm driving HUV lane with a truck and got people on the back of it? First of all, that's illegal to drive on any interstate with people in the back of your truck in Virginia. Other places I don't know, but I mean, if you're if you're riding in the back of a truck and you're on the interstate, you already halfway booby the fool. Anyway. So, you know, I agree. I, I think she's probably going to win. But I guarantee before that goes to court, HOV or whoever runs that, they're going to change their terminology. So don't expect this to be something that um, everybody will start doing. I won't be shocked if they don't change their terminology next week. Even if they change their terminology, she she'll still win because I mean it, it's based on how the law was written at the time of correct violation. So, and see, but what I'm saying is that's just one. You don't want just this overflow of you know stuff. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see because once again, Texas. Well, hold on, hold on. Uh does an occupied funeral home now? Yeah, it's got to be alive, man. Moco Cowboy, that's funny. But it's got to be alive. It, the person's got to be alive. However, let me go back to the article. Does it state that? Uh, it doesn't state that. Because it requires two passengers, meaning two people outside the body. It is the Texas Penal Code that says the term individual mean a human being is a lot. So technically, yeah, I guess it could happen. I mean, eh, I guess we'll find out. And yes, Dre, Dre from VA, I think an emergency le- legislation will be will pass the new HOV very quickly. What do you think, Moby? I mean, I other mean, than the, the my thing was that I just want to know. <laughs> Did she have this in her back pocket before she got pulled over, or did she just freestyle this once she got pulled over? Like Come when on. she got pulled over, she just like I gotta think of something, and she's like, "Oh shit, I'm pregnant." So there's my passenger. Or did she go into the car thinking, "Man, if I get pulled over, I'm just gonna point to my stomach." So I think, honestly, I think she she had it in her back pocket because she was like, "I gotta get to where I'm going." And this this traffic ain't working, so I got to get on the HOV lane 
and stuff like that. So she was like, if I get pulled, yo, I got two people in the car, me and my baby. Because I guess technically she why she didn't do this earlier, I guess because like I guess Roe versus Wade pretty much said the baby's not allowed to comes out or something. I don't know the terminology, but that's the only I, I feel like that's the only reason why it wasn't done earlier that people hadn't tried to do this before. So yeah, I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see how this goes. I'm definitely looking forward to following up on this one because that's gonna change a lot, you know. Because I mean, HOV man, if you're trying to go get your little HOV joint, regardless if you got to pay fifty cent or it's free, I mean, if you ain't got that, you can get that pool. So we'll see. Um, time time to rent some Bernies to get that free HOV. That's hilarious. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, so yeah, but the biggest question was, I guess the more surprising was, it wasn't the fact that this was her excuse. She got pulled over in the HOV lane. Who in the hell get? I ain't never seen a cop pull somebody over the HOV lane ever. I have. I mean, if they don't see somebody else in the car, yeah, they'll pull you over. Well, but. But here's the thing, which is interesting. It must have been one of those HOV only type of things because, like, like for instance, I got one of those things on my car. And you can go by yourself, but it charges you money. But if you don't have the um, the the HOV thing in your car and you go in, I guess that's when they stop you. Yeah, they, they got some, some lanes and some places just have HOV only, where it's just it's only for if you have multiple passengers. It don't matter if you've got something. It's, you gotta have passengers in the car. And in Texas, it, prob- it probably does. I've driven to Texas. Man, I, I don't feel like I got the time to talk about how much driving there sucks. So, um, I won't. But yeah, um, HOV lanes without the toll. Um, Yes, there are some in Newport News. However, if you roll through those and you ain't got two people in the car, they will pull your ass. <laughs> they will pull you if you don't have two people in there. So, yeah, it's about to be real interesting because this is going to change some stuff around here. So, or everywhere. So, all right. Awesome. So, let's go to the place where we all love to be at because let's be real. You either getting craziness, you get some things, or you're finding some stuff in the water that shouldn't be there. So Mo B, Foreign Affairs, baby, what's up? U.S. Officer Georgia. <laughs> that's, that's what's up. I haven't heard that in two weeks. So <laughs> this this story, man, is not going to be a typical story. It's not going to have any any things. It's not. I guess it does involve motorized vehicles, which I guess you just can't get away from some things. But um. Yeah, so I'll just jump right into it. Naked Florida man climbs onto Big Rig, throws highway into chaos. I'll read it again. Naked Florida man climbs onto Big Rig, throws highway into chaos. Naked Florida. Once you say naked, I was done. So a nude man threw a Florida commute into chaos last week after he scampered across several highway lanes and hopped onto the bed of a semi-trailer. Startled Saratosa driver stopped to observe the mayhem. Of course. 
Adding turmoil, the unidentified nudist executed his dash and mount amid driving rain. So it was also pouring down, raining outside. And this man is on the back of a big rig as it's moving naked. That's impressive. Some concerned motorists called 911. For real? And <laughs> deputies took the man into protective custody because clearly, clearly, Something's some wrong with mental him. health issue was happening. <laughs> Now, this is not a segment where I'm going to say, hey, let's joke on the mental health dude. No, no. But when I said naked man jumps onto a big rig in the midst of a highway, did you think of any place in the United States or did you think of Florida? I'm going to tell you what I thought of, except for the naked part. I thought of Lethal Weapon 3 when they jumped on the back of that house because that's some crazy outlandish shit. But yeah, yeah. I, I just I just thought only in Florida. Oh yeah, that that doesn't happen anywhere else but Florida. And we got naked. That, we got to keep that Florida shit in Florida. <laughs> U.S. stops at Georgia. I'm gonna keep this this quick. Um, yeah, like I said, we got to protect our borders. Um, even the parts that Nick Saban's in control of. <laughs> but I mean, I don't. I'm not dependent on Alabama. It's so U.S. stops at Georgia. Ah, yes, my bad, Kaviako. It was rush hour four. Yes, it was rush hour four. My bad. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, Dorflam? Ah, yeah, U.S. stops at Georgia. That's what we we're just talking about because that craziness be happening there. Naked people jumping on big rigs. What the hell? Naked people. Like I can't even. I. <laughs> And it was raining, so it was all slippery. Like, I don't get it, man. I, I don't understand it. Like, it's been so bad that Mobis having technical difficulties. That's how bad it is in Florida. Wow. Mm. So, all right. Thank you, Moby. Um, hopefully you get your technical difficulties, you know, fixed very quickly. So, slippery when wet. That's funny, Jerry. Um, My final time. We haven't done a My 5 in a while, so we decided to do something simple because, you know, look, you've seen all of us, or if you're watching us, obviously you're seeing us. We ain't small dudes. So what I decided to do is we're going to do a My 5 about the five things we like to cook. <laughs> I'm from UK. Y'all call, call it. <laughs> I mean... I don't call that colony, but us uh, some un uneducated people do, so that sucks. But so um I'm gonna go ahead and do my first, obviously. So the five things I like to cook myself, um, not necessarily for other people, more for me. So the first thing I, I love cooking, um, chicken drumsticks. You know, chicken breasts are okay. Um I when I don't want wings, I like chicken drumsticks. I'm a fan. And I like to do different seasonings between um, lemon pepper and barbecue and, you know, a whole bunch of other things. But normally lemon pepper and barbecue are my favorite. So I like to, I like to cook that. Um, I'm a big fan of <laughs> – not going to roast you, man. Not going to roast you. Um 
I like to cook cod. I'm a big fan. Um, tilapia is okay. I feel like cod is um, the adult version of tilapia, you know, because cod is just a it's a it's a meteor portion of a fish, and I'm a fan. Um, I'm not a spicy guy at all, man. I don't like it hot. Um, I just like it. I mean, lemon pepper, barbecue, you know, some other stuff. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. I put lemon pepper on anything. So, obviously. So, but yeah, cod, cod is is my thing. I love cod. Um, another thing I like to cook is I'm a big fan. <laughs> I guess this really ain't cooking, but I would say it's in my repertoire of food lists. Yo, I love steak, man. Well, not steak. Let's start. Steak is later. But manwich. I think manwich is awesome. You know, a lot of people <laughs> drink can't cook. Um, I love manwich. I just do. The problem is they keep moving it in, in the supermarket, so I don't know where it'd be. So, yeah, that's what it is. Um, number four, um, I love salmon. Love salmon. Um, I figured out different ways to cook it. I now I now put it on the on the pan. But I usually put it in the oven. Um, so Sam is Sam is the move. I'm a fan lunchable. <laughs> and number five, steak. Um, more especially New York strip. I am a medium well to excuse me, a medium rare to medium guy. I need some pink. I need it to be cooked, but I need some pink. Um, I don't like hockey pucks. I mean, as a kid, you like that stuff, but now as a grown-up, hell no, that ain't the move. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Um, so, I don't eat the skin on a salmon. I, I don't find that to be tasteful. There are some people who do. I'm not the fan. Um, I'm not a fan of eating the skin off salmon, though. I'm just not. Um, but I know other people are. Just not my thing. Not my delicacy. Ah, Dre from VA. Boar, water, toast, Pop-Tarts, Lunchables, and the youngins on the hoops court. What, you talking about those five, six-year-old kids, man, you be playing against? Because, yeah, that's all you're doing. Um, but yeah. Wow. Black Retention Eyes can't stand steak. I, I don't even know what to say to you right now. I mean... I thought I knew you. I don't know anything about you. Cause uh, steak sauce? Nah, I don't use steak sauce, man. You know, I season it up, you know, with steak season, whatever. I feel I truly believe if you gotta put A1 or any other sauce on it, then you can't cook steak. That that to me, that's the deal. I know Mo B will say something, maybe say something different on that, but if you gotta put any type of extra sauce on it. Yeah, man, you suck at cooking. Or you just, your palate isn't cool enough. Yeah, black pepper. I, I like to use a steak seasoning, you know, things with a whole bunch of different stuff in it. But yeah, yeah. That sauce, man, don't the steak do that ain't complete unless you put some ketchup on it. Man, shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you created in your face. But nah, I mean, yeah, y'all, y'all killing me. I mean, Dre, spam. Oh, God. That is the worst shit ever. Straight up. Can't stand spam. 
ever since I learned like what goes to some food, man, spam, Vienna sausage, potted meat, hell no. Hell to the no, 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 no. I ain't eating it no more. Ever in life. Ever in life. Mo B, five bet things you love cooking. Salmon. Um, Do you eat the skin on it? Um, Depends on how I make it. If you make it on the grill, it don't even really matter. It's just like I make salmon on the grill. That skin just is going to get crispy on you anyway. <clears throat> that seasoning falls into it anyway. So, yeah, it don't matter to me. <laughs> Ketchup or steak? This man has killed people. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get it, that was actually what the reference in the movie "What Waiting," when he was serving that dude, that redneck dude, he was like, "Nothing sets off the flavor of a steak like ketchup." And no, I don't believe you put anything on steak. If you make that steak right, you don't need to. You marinate steak. That's it. Yeah. If you marinate the steak and cook it right, you don't need nothing up there. But no, when I was a kid, I remember like. Um, if somebody couldn't make a steak and it was dried and everything, man, just put some ketchup on that thing. It'll it'll go down. Hell no. <clears throat> or A1. Put some A1 up there. It'll it'll make it do something. I didn't eat steak as a kid. Not for real. I wasn't a fan. It didn't eat it. Didn't, I couldn't eat it fast enough. Yeah, but but salmon, steak, um, shrimp. God. Shrimp is one of my favorites. Um I'm a really big seafood guy because I like trout. You don't and... know what? Hold on. What? What? You don't? Dorflam? What do you? What? What? What you don't know? Are you talking about spam? And if you don't know what spam is, don't ever know. Oh, he says he doesn't know what a one is. It's, it's oh. steak sauce. <clears throat> yeah, it's terrible. Don't do it to yourself. Uh, it's not terrible. I just don't think it's necessary. I mean, it's not necessary if you cook the shit right. Ooze and ooze. Jesus Christ! All right. Drake, God, Drake, yeah, how do you live so, so long you can't cook? So I do like trout and bass. I'm a big seafood person, but my favorite thing, my probably my one of my favorite foods in the world is scallops. Scallops are good if they're cooked right. Yeah, I, I love scallops. If they ain't cooked right, it's bad. I can grill scallops. I can fry scallops. It don't matter. I I can. Yes, a one is I guess considered a seasoning. It's a it's an after cooking seasoning that people put on it. It's like putting ketchup on, on on your hamburger. It's the ketchup for hamburgers, for steak. It's stupid. I'm not a fan. I mean, just because you're not a fan, don't mean you gotta say it's stupid, man. Look, I can say it's stupid. I, I mean, yeah, you can say it's stupid, but like, you don't have to say it's stupid. Just, just you don't like it. That's cool. I know people who eat a one on steak sauce, and I don't think less of them. I just go, I don't feel like I need to. Of course, you put ketchup on meat. Like, what is it? Dre for VA, me and you fight. Continue, Moby. I'm sorry. I mean, that was it, man. I, a lot of my stuff is seafood dominant. Is A1 nice? I mean, to some people. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. I mean, look, the way I tell people, I mean, real talk, I didn't get this fat just looking at food. And that's what it is. And you know, I, I got I gotta eat. So you either learn in my house growing up, you either learn how to cook or you ate with somebody to cook for you. Either one, if you don't eat it, you're gonna starve. So it's what it was. It's what it was. 
So, Moby, what's on your mind today, sir? Um, I don't know if if people are kind of worn out from all of the, I guess, the redundancy of the stories of police killing black folk. But, um, yeah, there's stuff going on in Akron, Ohio right now. Shocker. Um, police shot somebody, what, 60-something times? 60 times. <clears throat> Ended up shooting, I think they said over 90 gunshots were heard. Think some officers actually reloaded and continued to shoot again for one person. <clears throat> so, what's in my mind is like at some point in time, we are gonna have to accept that um, the institute that we have created of policing is fundamentally broken. And I know people don't like the whole defund the police thing. I don't necessarily like the phrasing of it, but the only way policing is ever going to be fixed is if it's stripped down to its core and it's rebuilt. Good luck with that. I know. And and, and it's a it's a real pessimistic, negative view. I just don't ever think policing towards people of color is ever, ever going to get better. And I wish I felt differently about it, but as long as there's one person that can rock a Blue Lives Matter t-shirt or somebody that can say that the police's first job is to get home safely to their family when that's not their job. Their job is to serve and protect. We would never tell a firefighter, hey, don't go near that fire because your job is to get home to your family. We would never tell anybody in, in the military, hey, when you're over there in war, um, your first job is to get home to your family. But police, we say, your first job is to get home to your family, which basically invites people to act fearfully, irrationally, and have no consequence. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of worn out by it, and I don't want to protest anymore. I'm tired of um, saying, you know, we'll pray about it. I'm tired of, you know, the only thing that can defeat hate is love because, I mean, in my lifetime, hate kicking the shit out of love and it ain't even close. <clears throat> so, yeah, at some point in time, we're going to have to um, destroy this shit and start over. And nobody likes hearing that. And I am not somebody who bashes police. I think the police have a tremendously difficult job. I think. I think there is a large majority of police who, you know, do everything the way that they're supposed to do it. But if you're one of those police officers who also then defend all police officers, no matter what, fuck you too. Cause I mean, you're part of the problem as well. So, I mean, yeah, that's what's on my mind. Just this, this endless sense of doom that I have towards our policing system. And as a black male, I, I fear that I will never, ever have a good relationship with police because I'm always going to be questioning, is this police officer one that can shoot me and go home to his family and say he was scared for his life? All right. I I, I would I like to add to that basically saying, you know, I just imagine what would happen if 
Wii game. If like, trust me, I understand um, that why police exist, you know. But shooting one person six, shooting ninety times at one person running away, like I'm trying to figure out where the intelligence is on that, and I still can't find it. Um, and you know, you sit here and say you're scared of someone running away from you. Like, I don't know. They said, they said that he shot out the window while he was driving, but, but he's running away from you. And and then the gun wasn't on him when he got shot. So yeah, but he's running away unless he's going to turn the top of his body around like the T 12 and shoot you as he's running away. That's kind of a problem. (laughs) So like, I don't know. It's, I I think it's you know in some countries, um, and and Dorflam may know, there are countries overseas that their people don't carry guns. They carry tasers, and like the shooting that happened over there, like a week ago, they had to go to the they didn't get guns. They had to go to the the trunk of their police cars to get their guns out. Because they're not allowed to carry guns just around. And from what I understand, please correct me if I'm wrong. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't understand. You know, I'm so scared of you. I'm going to I'm gonna unload two clips into you while you're running away. Now, if he's running at you, still 90 times is a lot. But at least I can sit here and say you felt threatened for your life a little bit but like running away come on man like i yeah i came in i came and roll with that and i have friends who are police i have a brother who used to be police like i get it i don't get that because that don't make sense to me but it is what it is um oh uh, we have Dorfland, we have shootings damn near what every other day now we have mass shootings at least once once twice a week. Yeah, I think I think like a month ago we had more mass shootings than we had days of the year so far. Yeah, I'm like because you know whatever. Um, and yeah, he was running away. You know, I don't know, I I don't get it. UK police are allowed to carry tasers unless they go through months of training. So UK police can't even carry anything. Yeah. Whatever. I'm pretty sure we'll talk more about that in the coming future because that's not something that looks like it's going to end anytime soon. Um, what's on my mind is <laughs> UK police can't carry shit. All right. Um, what's on my mind is something a little simpler, but yet is complex at the same time. So I just watched this video of this woman. She literally broke up with her, excuse me, she divorced her husband. I mean, quote unquote soulmate. Everything's happy. She divorced him because she wanted more money in her life. Hold on, player. Like, so you married this dude and he was where he was. And she was like, I I love him. I support. He gives me support I want. 
you know, the sex was all right. Everything's great, except that he didn't have no money. And when I say money, I think she meant gold digging money, but she ain't really say gold digging. I mean, but we all know what that meant. So hold on, player. Like, you married this dude because you loved him, and then one day, she even said it. I woke up and I decided I wanted more money in my life. Can't get yourself a damn job or get better in your job. I mean, I don't understand. So I'm just going to put this out on front street. As a single man with no children, I've been called a unicorn and 49 years old. Um, You wonder why dudes are super skeptical about anybody. Like, I'm not going to sit here and say that I've dated all these women and all. Nah, man. I got my own issues to deal with. But, like, what I don't understand is the whole process of marriage. You go through all this and, you know, yet you leave for the one thing you said you was going to be there for. Makes no sense to me. Makes no sense. Um, and, you know, yet, and then, of course, I, you know, I watch videos. I laugh. I laugh at a lot of them. And it's like, well, women have this list of what their man should be before they even talk to him or give him times of day. They have to be this, 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 and this before he can even talk to me. I mean, okay, awesome. Yet, you're wondering why you're alone. Um, and yet, you know, all this other crazy is going on. They want a bad boy. That's fine. Go get yourself a poor bad boy. It happens. Bro, in 2022, women out here looking for things that, well, a lot of women are out here looking for things that don't exist. Yeah. They, I they, mean, they're literally looking for unicorns, man. They're looking, you know, I want, I want him to be rich, um, got six pack, um, Hell, gives great dick. Yeah. And respect me. Is a bad boy. Will, will be the nigga ass, but is going to love me and be sensitive. Oh, read, man. Write, write poetry to me. Shit. Even if I was half that. And even if that dude existed, my question to most of these women, why the fuck would he want you? Yeah. What did if, he bring if, to if, the table? If, if he's all that, why would he want you? Like I feel like at some point in time you gotta look and be like, look, I have minimum standards. Yeah, you, look, everybody should have minimum standards. Yeah, but at some point in time it's gotta be like, hey, look, one of the things that I need is somebody that'll tolerate my shit because I know I have some. Mm-hmm. But I mean that's that's lost in 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 this society right now because I don't know, you know they're everybody's taught that they deserve the best and i get that i get that but you but know we deserve the best too we not the prize man exactly exactly and that's the thing man like see i guess my thought process is look i don't need all this if it happens to approach me and it all works out Awesome. You know, I don't mind having a sugar mama. I'm very cool with that. I'm domesticated. I know how to raise children. 
I know how to cook. I know how to clean. You know, I know all this stuff. But you know, I do that for me because God knows if I didn't cook or clean, I probably wouldn't be fat or I'd be broke because I'd be eating out all the damn time. One or two. So it's like, I just think it's funny, man. I, I, I see all this. And most of the women look attractive. But then I'm just like, you may look attractive, but then your soul is trash. <laughs> and I mean, why do I want to do that to myself? So I can take, so I can marry somebody that my family hates. Yeah, because that's what I want. I want to have problems with my family. Yeah, you you got a gold digger, but I love that gold digger. Well, she can't come right here. Never in life is there's a choice between her and my family. Boo, you ain't winning out. This is what it is. All these other people who can do that, bless your heart. Kudos to you. Not your boy. I crave family too much for that. So, <laughs> thanks for tolerating my songs and my hypothetical questions. I know who that was for. <laughs> As he shakes his head. But yeah, um, you know, it's crazy in this world. And I believe there's somebody for everybody. Hey, if if your stands are super high, nothing wrong with that. Everybody deserves to have standards, you know? And that's what it is. You get what you want. You go after what you want. Make sure you're at that level, too. Yeah. Now, if, now if you are a CEO, then yes, you should probably try to get another CEO. That, ma, that makes sense. But, you know, if you work at McDonald's and you're trying to get somebody who's a CEO at a different company, I'm going to look at you and be like, I need I need you to match my energy. You know. So, but hey, you may be the greatest person at McDonald's ever. And you may I mean it might be some pretty woman up in this bitch. It happens. Trust me, it happens. You know. Cuz I know everybody sees somebody who's like, "Woo. I have no idea what you did to marry that person, but thumbs up." Yeah, it's right. <laughs> I gotta put this up. This is actually funny. <laughs> you know who's saying boat? You ain't nine point five eight in order to be on the track with me. What? And that's sad, right? Because it shouldn't be that way. You know, it is what it is, though. But look, hey, once again, as normal, I like to thank everybody for joining us tonight. I'd like to thank Moby for being here with me. Um, as he is every week, we will be back next Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, United States time. I have no idea what time is it overseas. So I apologize. Um, but yeah, you know, I appreciate everybody joining in. The board is hot as always. You know, um, definitely five minute warning.com. Go listen to some of the old stuff. Um, we had a couple of greatest hits out there that is just the funny stuff in the past. So definitely go listen to that. Um, love wasn't paying shorty girls' bills. I mean, love don't pay no bills. Go get a job. Uh, <laughs> um, once again, you know, tell a friend, tell an enemy. 
tell somebody about us. Thank you, Mo B, once again for being here. Thank you, everybody on the board for being here. Another awesome Sunday. We'll go ahead and close out. Hey, you know, as always, you know, um, I know. Yeah, I was going to say something else, but never mind. That's not important. So, everybody, once again, peace. We love, out. Hair grease, soul, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5 Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast, at Nugeman25, at FMW2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby 5 Minute Warning, AG underscore 5 Minute Warning, Nugeman25. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcast, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The 5-Minute Warning.